Okay, it is time for our next panel. It is called uh, The Fan-Powered Future. So in case you don't know, in April of 2021, SoundCloud launched something called Fan-Powered Royalties. And today you're gonna find out what that is and how it revolutionizes the way that artists earn money and connect directly with their fans. So in case you weren't here before and missed the first conversation, this one will again be moderated by Maria Jaronis, who is a senior media partnerships manager at Reddit. Let me bring her up. I'm gonna move over here. Yay, Maria. This time she will be joined by, I'm gonna bring them up, hold on, let's see. Recording artist, Laureen Chia. Come on up, Laureen. Everyone give her a round of applause here. Where is she? Yay. Uh, next up is Austin Hurwitz, who is Senior Vice President at Venice. Where's Austin? Yay, okay, and then last, but definitely not least, is Mike Polchinski, and he actually was a major part of launching fan-powered royalties. He is the VP of Strategy at SoundCloud. Here he is. Okay, enjoy the conversation. Hello, hello again, everyone. And for those of you joining us just now, uh, my name is Maria Hironas, as Erica mentioned. I, by day, work at Talent Relations on the Reddit team. Right now, I have the distinct privilege of being able to talk about fan-powered royalties. And I'm not gonna lie, when I've read about it, I've heard about it, I've seen artists have benefited from it, but I've been really overwhelmed and feel the future um, after looking more into it, coming into this panel. So to start, I'd love for each of the panelists to introduce themselves a bit and talk about what, you know, what they do at their respective businesses. And within that, talk about what song you're jamming right now. So I'm actually gonna start with Mike. So introduce yourself, where you work, and what are you jamming right now? Sweet, all right, thank you, Maria. Um, hi everybody, I'm Mike Pelchinski. Uh, I'm a VP of strategy at SoundCloud, um, was one of the architects of Fan Powered Royalties. In terms of what I'm jamming with this nice weather, Buena Vista Social Club has been a big, nice playlist add-on this morning. <laughs> um, but yeah, essentially here, representing SoundCloud in terms of the, the discussion here, Fan Powered. Let's get on. Hey guys, my name is Laureen Chia. I'm a singer-songwriter. I'm originally from Cameroon, West Africa. I live in LA, been there the last six years. And um, yes, I sing R&B, it's like alternative. <laughs> And um, I guess the song that I'm jamming right now, I don't know if y'all ever heard of New Jabez, but amazing producer. If you're hip, you're really into music. <laughs> but yeah, I, I love them. I'm actually gonna challenge Lorreen too. What's your re most recent single that someone can plug as well? My most recent single is called Complete. It's a beautiful love song for all the lovers out there. So make sure you check it out on SoundCloud. <laughs> Perfect. Austin? Hey, Maria. So I am Austin Hurwitz, Senior Vice President at Venice Music. I'm an Austinite, so welcome everyone to Austin. And uh, yeah, give it up for give it up for Austin. <laughs> Not me, the city, the city. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I, I focus on Web3 and community, and also did all of our licensing deals at Venice Music. So this is a uh, topic that is near and dear to my heart. I love it. Um, so I'm starting off uh, the obvious question. What is fan-powered royalties? And I wanted to encourage each of the panelists to kind of give their own definition of it. So with that, I'm actually gonna start with Lorene, go to Austin, and then Mike. 
So fan-powered royalties are literally, as the name sounds, royalties powered by fans. It is a way for artists to, like, let's say, for example, an artist has, like, a thousand followers, right? So 50% of those followers listen to their music the most. The artist is going to receive the subscription fee or the amount of money that would, like, depending on the advertisement that the, the fans go through, they receive that money directly. So fan power royalties is very important for artists because now in streaming, it's just like people are making like cents, pennies per stream. So with this one, you get the subscription fee or um, advertising dollars directly to you as an artist. Austin? Yeah, I think how we think about it at Venice is really the bridging of fans to artists directly. I think historically, everything has been about scale in the streaming area and putting everything into a massive pot and then you know you divvy it up based on total streams, which has never been an equitable or transparent way of ensuring that you know, you're getting paid for the fans that are listening to your music. So this is really just bringing fans closer to artists and doing it in a way that is much more transparent for everyone. Mike, the architect himself. I mean, the, you guys did an amazing job. Um, maybe, maybe just to share like a really simple fact. And everyone in this whole venue that is subscribing to other DSPs, don't worry, you won't get kicked out. Um, <laughs> you actually are paying, a portion of your money is going to artists you don't even listen to. And the reason is because it's based on pro rata to what Austin just talked about. It's all plays. It's essentially all the money in this room, in this territory of US, goes into a big pot. And essentially that pot goes out to every single artist that is competing with each other. And that's the other thing that we have to call out, is that essentially we're competing against our peers, right? Because we're trying to get a share of that pie. So what happens here is it doesn't matter, the play volume doesn't matter anymore. The, the aspect of how you're getting played and the visibility of that doesn't matter anymore. It matters if you actually have fans. If people listen to your music and stick to your music, no matter the size of your audience, and Lorraine, you're an amazing example of this, because you had fans and they were streaming you, but on the old model, the other DSPs, on the old model, you wouldn't have the, the benefit of those fans because they're basically being diminished by that model. So really it's a very simple, I'll, 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 I'll tie it up, but it's a really simple way of saying there's been a huge amount of technological advancement in the last 10 or so years. This has been the economic way of getting it to, to where that fandom can reward you. And this is just one milestone in many in terms of getting those fans aligned with the artist and vice versa. So I'll leave it at that. No, actually, Mike, I kind of want to follow up on that a bit. Um, this is a little different than the question I sent you, but I'm wondering what even inspired, uh, obviously the obvious of like uh, the concept of artists uh, who have fans that seek, that reap the rewards and benefit from that. But um, yeah, I'm just wondering kind of what inspired fan-powered royalties. Um, one of the main inspirations was SoundCloud. It's particular DNA. The people that are on the platform, artists, creators, fans, everybody, the DNA of SoundCloud is conducive to what this is called. It's called user-centric. Um, that was the first big thing. And the second thing was SoundCloud having the ability to directly monetize 
artists to directly monetize. So there's no middle entity. There is no middle distributor. It's literally Loreen getting paid by SoundCloud directly for her fandom. And that was, we saw that opportunity. We went in there, there was four, four of us in the beginning. Three of us were musicians, so we actually gave a shit. And we literally leaned into it. And you know, we work at a company that actually supported us to basically build it through, yeah. I love that. And actually, that's a good segue into Laureen. I mean, you are, you're living proof of excellence itself, but I think the living proof of like fan-powered royalties and how it truly benefits artists. And I think something that was really interesting that Mike and Laureen shared with me was a little bit of your stats. And you literally, and I kid you not, doubled in her monthly payouts since opting into fan-powered royalties. I, that deserves a hand clap to me. Like the concept of artists making money and doing what they love because their fans are investing into them, like, so I guess with that, can you explain kind of the impact for you as an artist and, um, you know, anything else you want to share with that? Yeah, absolutely. So with this, with fan-powered royalties, what really struck me the most was the ability to find out who my core listeners were. And with that, it's like, okay, I really know who to market to. You know what I mean? I really know who to pitch my new music to and all that. And on top of that, seeing the amount double, it, it helps an artist pay for music videos. It helps an artist pay for recording. It helps an artist pay for mixing and mastering. Everything that you need, merch, you know? And that takes a lot of money. So to see that an artist is able to connect with their fans and really like, it's like, okay, I like, as a fan, the fan will go to the artist and say, yo, I love you, here's my $10. So imagine every fan you have that super loves you, you get the $10. So 50 fans, you get, what, $500? A thousand fans, you know, it just goes up and up and up like that. And especially from streaming, like, I sh ever since streams have become the way that music is being like projected now, we don't make money off music. Like, we aren't making that much. We make, like, maybe $100 to $150 a month. The, if I, there was an article that I read that the average artist makes about $300 a year, and that's off streams. And imagine, okay, so me not being the average artist, I'm making about $100 a month. That's crazy. That's still ridiculous because I spend thousands and thousands of dollars on music videos, on production, on getting the music out there to the fans. So it's really amazing when a fan can be like, you know what, I want to support you directly through SoundCloud and here's my subscription fee. Here are my advertising dollars because then I get to take that and make more art for the fans and pay my bills. <laughs> <laughs> the most important of all, right? Yeah. Um, and I guess actually to follow up with that a bit, um, one of the interesting things I found about fan-powered royalties was a direct payment structure. Can you, I mean, I don't think any of us have to disagree, but it's kind of like Sherlock Holmesing sometimes to find out <laughs> when you're being paid or not. And I'm wondering how has that experience been for you? Oh, it's so easy. So they, it's a payout every month on PayPal. Like, no missed date. You know what I mean? Like, it's just right there. Because with labels and stuff, they take six months to pay you. Or a year, you know? Or depending on what their net date is for your, you know? <laughs> it's all that. So getting a monthly check, that is just so, it's safe. It's like, okay, I know I can continue to do this. I can continue pushing my music out to people. And there are people that care. Because that's really it, finding out that people actually care about your art enough to listen to it the most so that you get their subscription fee. 100%. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, I would actually love to add to that because what you're saying 
sound so intuitive, right? Like, of course, you get paid out on a monthly basis. You could get paid to PayPal. Like, that's where we should have started. And yeah, thank you, that, thank you. Exactly. Yes. And I think for a lot of people who aren't in the industry who, or who aren't getting payments, they may not realize a lot of the times, like, these streaming services, SoundCloud excluded, are holding on to your royalties for months at a time. And it might require you to invoice them, you're getting it back, it may not be a full payment. It's very, very opaque. And so to see SoundCloud move in this direction of transparency and no, we're not gonna hold on to your royalties for months at a time, like that's your money. That's your money that you can go, you know, directly invest back into your art um, is, is a fantastic step in the right direction. It's your money and you need it now, you know? It's like J.G. Wentworth, exactly. exactly. My oh, money, wow. I want That's it now. That's amazing. <laughs> um, Austin, actually, I think this is a good segue. Uh, you know what I think is amazing? It's Venice. I feel like aligns a lot with the intersection of culture and technology, but also the future of what entrepreneurship looks like for artists. I'm wondering, how does Vampire Royalties align with Venice's mission? And along with that, you know, what are kind of initiatives you are taking as well in, the, in this kind of sphere? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we were founded because we didn't think it was right for artists to have to choose to give up their creative freedom in order to make a living on their music. Like, we are all about empowering the fiercely independent and giving them the opportunity to say, you know what, like, I, I do want to hold on to my masters. Like, this is my vision. I'm looking for partners. I'm not looking for, you know, proprietors to, to take everything away from me. Um, and so we're, we're very mission aligned with what SoundCloud is doing. I think for us, as we think about what the next, you know, call it 12, 18, 24 months is going to look like in music, for the, past, for the past decade, it's all been around building at scale. And I think somewhere the industry kind of lost their way in seeing people as numbers instead of individuals. And I think what we're seeing now, particularly with what's happening in Web3 and NFTs, is going back to grassroots campaigns, going back to focusing on you know, these fans as individuals that you're building relationships with over the long term. And if you do right by them, you know, we're giving them more opportunities to invest back into you and your art. So I think that's where we're focused right now in Venice is how do we continue to bridge the gap? How do we continue to you know, use different platforms as megaphones and use other ones as like really leaning in um, on like a one-to-one -one or, or small uh, basis. I love that. There, um, to, you know, Troy owns Venice. <laughs> um, and something he said a while ago that always really resonated with me that feels like it surmises what you're saying, but we have to help artists find opportunities to eliminate luck. Amen. Yeah. Um, Mike, you know, I think there's an obvious question here. How do artists often to found powered royalties? How does that process look like? Um, so, I mean, you could... Just go to fanpoweredroyalties.com. Um, literally, all the information is there. But as long to Austin, what you just talked about, you own your own rights. You literally own your music. You should be able to monetize directly with every platform. So what this is, go to that website. There's a bunch of information there. Laureen is an amazing, stellar example of this. That if you actually have people that show up on our platform, they're listening to you, they love you. Literally all you have to do is be a part of the program. You get paid directly every month through PayPal. And it's on a user-centric fan-powered basis. 
And the other thing to add, too, to what we're talking about is it's not just royalties. I know royalties can be a kerfuffle of a... No expletive. But anyways, the, the thing that really happens is that we're resetting the foundation of music streaming with fan-powered royalties to then build on top of it. Because there is no fan economy in streaming unless you do this first. It's very difficult commercially. It's very difficult in terms of licensing. We've lost a lot of sleep doing this. But what that does, it unlocks for, for Laureen to own her audience, but more importantly, own fans within that audience. And that's the key message here is the royalties part, the fan-powered royalties part is just step one of a bigger thing that is the new fan economy for everybody in this space and everybody in Austin right now. And I will put my name on the line along with SoundClouds in respect to that. Definitely. <laughs> I, that deserves a mic drop, but he'd have to pay for it, so. <laughs> um, well, thank you all so much for sharing your experience with fan-powered royalties. And if it wasn't already heavily handed, you know, this is something that would only benefit artists you manage, artists you work with, that cousin who's a DJ, you know, and all the things. Being able to think about how you can monetize, I don't know if the word's monetize. We just talked about community earlier in the panel before how to build your community and how they can invest back in you as you invest in them. A mutual symbiotic relationship is what you know, SoundCloud are trying to build. Um, and with that, I wanted to give space for everyone to be able to plug something that's upcoming for them. Uh, I'll actually start with Austin, if that's okay. Yeah, so Venice has been around for a few years now. Um, we've effectively been in a closed uh, model where we're working with artists on a bespoke basis. Uh, in terms of what is coming, I think you will see us work with a lot more artists and entrepreneurs and be able to, you know, really enable them to take control of their careers. So can't say much more, but more to come. A follow-up question to that. Any artists you're excited about on the roster right now? Yeah, so I forgot to answer what I'm, yeah, so you're circling back. I, I appreciate it. Uh, Amine, obviously. Charmander. Woo! Yeah, we can get a woo for Amine. Here we go. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it was pretty surreal for me. You know, I spent five years in Seattle at Amazon, um, and Amine is, is the son of the Pacific Northwest, so to, to have the opportunity to work with him and, and with his manager, Justin, it's been uh, a dream come true. I love that. What a plug. Uh, I'll start with Mike, and then uh, Mike. Sure. Um, similarly, can't say much, but I think... To everyone that's involved and everyone that just lives and breathes SoundCloud, keep doing that because this fan-powered bit, you're going to hear a lot more about it. There's a lot more to come. And literally, in terms of a fan-powered SoundCloud, expect that in this year going forward. So there's a lot in this space, and we'll be obviously working very closely together. <laughs> Passing. Yes, they will be working very closely with me because I have a project coming out called Drillin' Blues. It'll probably drop later this um, summer but I'm trying to make it perfect for y'all. Make sure y'all listen on SoundCloud and make sure you listen to me the most <laughs> so I can get my fan power authority, okay? <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you everyone for being here today. Please give a round of applause to the panelists here. And give it up for Maria. Amazing moderator. In this green Seriously. suit, she too fly girl, come on. Thanks, y'all. I appreciate it. And also, once again, if you have any questions for any of us, please reach out. We're, we're here for this community, and we're excited to be part of it. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, so. Thank you.
Thank you to all of, to every panelist on here today, Austin, Maria, Laureen, Mike P. If you see them around, ask them questions. That's why they are here as well. Um, so we're gonna take another little break. Um, take this opportunity to go check out the indoor bar. Um, meet with some of the SoundCloud team. I'll be in there as well. Ask us any questions. Also, the vocals on the Go Room will be open till 4.15, and we're gonna be right back here at around four o'clock for DJ Rose Gold to kick us off for our all-women lineup tonight. Thanks. I want you to know that I appreciate you. 